We are reading 2 Chronicles chapters 10 through 12, 1 Kings chapter 14, and Psalm 118, right here on Commuter Bible OT. episode begins with the retelling of the insulting manner in which Rehoboam addresses Jeroboam, only this time the account is from 2 Chronicles rather than 1 Kings. Recall that it was the prophet Ahijah that tore the robe into 12 pieces and gave 10 pieces to Jeroboam, symbolizing the number of tribes he would rule over. After Jeroboam led a revolt, he became king over those 10 tribes. Despite the Lord's kindness to Jeroboam, he also turned away from God and immediately set up two sanctuaries, each with a golden calf. And as we read from 1 Kings 14, that same prophet who once declared God's favor now declares God's wrath upon the house of Jeroboam. 2 Chronicles chapters 10 through 12. Then Rehoboam went to Shechem. For all Israel had gone to Shechem to make him king. When Jeroboam, son of Nebat, heard about it, for he was in Egypt where he had fled from King Solomon's presence, Jeroboam returned from Egypt. So they summoned him. Then Jeroboam and all Israel came and spoke to Rehoboam. Your father made our yoke harsh. Therefore, Lighten your father's harsh service and the heavy yoke he put on us, and we will serve you. Rehoboam replied, Return to me in three days. So the people left. Then King Rehoboam consulted with the elders who had attended his father Solomon when he was alive, asking, How do you advise me to respond to this people? They replied, If you will be kind to this people and please them by speaking kind words to them, they will be your servants forever. But he rejected the advice of the elders who had advised him, and he consulted with the young men who had grown up with him, the ones attending him. He asked, What message do you advise we send back to this people who said to me, Lighten the yoke your father put on us. Then the young men who had grown up with him told him, This is what you should say to the people who said to you, Your father made our yoke heavy, but you make it lighter on us. This is what you should say to them, My little finger is thicker than my father's waist. Now therefore my father burdened you with a heavy yoke, but I will add to your yoke. My father disciplined you with whips, but I with barbed whips. So Jeroboam and all the people came to Rehoboam on the third day, just as the king had ordered, saying, Return to me on the third day. Then the king answered them harshly. King Rehoboam rejected the elders' advice, and spoke to them according to the young men's advice, saying, My father made your yoke heavy, but I will add to it. My father disciplined you with whips, but I with barbed whips. The king did not listen to the people, because the turn of events came from God. 
in order that the Lord might carry out his word that he had spoken through Ahijah the Shilonite to Jeroboam son of Nebat. When all Israel saw that the king had not listened to them, the people answered the king, What portion do we have in David? We have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. Israel, each to your tent. David, look after your own house now. So all Israel went to their tents. But as for the Israelites living in the cities of Judah, Rehoboam reigned over them. Then King Rehoboam sent Hadoram, who was in charge of the forced labor. But the Israelites stoned him to death. However, King Rehoboam managed to get into his chariot to flee to Jerusalem. Israel is in rebellion against the house of David until today. When Rehoboam arrived in Jerusalem, he mobilized the house of Judah and Benjamin, 180,000 fit young soldiers, to fight against Israel to restore the reign to Rehoboam. But the word of the Lord came to Shemaiah, the man of God. Say to Rehoboam, son of Solomon, king of Judah, to all Israel in Judah and Benjamin, and to the rest of the people. This is what the Lord says. You are not to march up and fight against your brothers. Each of you return home, for this incident has come from me. So they listened to what the Lord said and turned back from going against Jeroboam. Rehoboam stayed in Jerusalem, and he fortified cities in Judah. He built up Bethlehem, Etam, Tekoa, Bethzur, Soko, Adullam, Gath, Merisha, Ziph, Adoraim, Lachish, Azekah, Zorah, Aijalon, and Hebron, which are fortified cities in Judah and in Benjamin. He strengthened their fortifications and put leaders in them with supplies of food, oil, and wine. He also put large shields and spears in each and every city to make them very strong. So Judah and Benjamin were his. The priests and Levites from all their regions throughout Israel took their stand with Rehoboam. For the Levites left their pasture lands and their possessions and went to Judah and Jerusalem because Jeroboam and his sons refused to let them serve as priests of the Lord. Jeroboam appointed his own priests for the high places, the goat demons, and the golden calves he had made. Those from every tribe of Israel who had determined in their hearts to seek the Lord their God followed the Levites to Jerusalem to sacrifice to the Lord 
the God of their ancestors. So they strengthened the kingdom of Judah and supported Rehoboam, son of Solomon, for three years, because they walked in the ways of David and Solomon for three years. Rehoboam married Mahalath, daughter of David's son Jeremoth, and of Abihail, daughter of Jesse's son Eliab. She bore sons to him, Jaish, Shemariah, and Zaham. After her, he married Mecha, daughter of Absalom. She bore Abijah, Atai, Ziza, and Shalomoth to him. Rehoboam loved Mecha, daughter of Absalom, more than all his wives and concubines. He acquired eighteen wives and sixty concubines, and was the father of twenty-eight sons and sixty daughters. Rehoboam appointed Abijah, son of Mecha, as chief, leader among his brothers, intending to make him king. Rehoboam also showed discernment by dispersing some of his sons to all the regions of Judah and Benjamin and to all the fortified cities. He gave them plenty of provisions and sought many wives for them. When Rehoboam had established his sovereignty and royal power, he abandoned the law of the Lord, he and all Israel with him. Because they were unfaithful to the Lord, in the fifth year of King Rehoboam, King Shishak of Egypt went to war against Jerusalem with 1,200 chariots, 60,000 cavalrymen, and countless people who came with him from Egypt, Libyans, Sukiim, and Cushites. He captured the fortified cities of Judah and came as far as Jerusalem. Then the prophet Shemaiah went to Rehoboam and the leaders of Judah, who were gathered at Jerusalem because of Shishak. He said to them, This is what the Lord says. You have abandoned me. Therefore, I have abandoned you to Shishak. So the leaders of Israel and the king humbled themselves and said, The Lord is righteous. When the Lord saw that they had humbled themselves, the Lord's message came to Shemaiah. They have humbled themselves. I will not destroy them, but I will grant them a little deliverance. My wrath will not be poured out on Jerusalem through Shishak. However, they will become his servants so that they may recognize the difference between serving me and serving the kingdoms of other lands. So King Shishak of Egypt went to war against Jerusalem. He seized the treasuries of the Lord's temple and the treasuries of the royal palace. He took everything. He took the gold shields that Solomon had made. King Rehoboam made bronze shields to replace them and committed them into the care of the captains of the guards who protected the entrance to the king's palace. Whenever the king entered the Lord's temple, the guards would carry the shields and take them back to the armory. When Rehoboam humbled himself, the Lord's anger turned away from him, and he did not destroy him completely. Besides that, conditions were good in Judah. King Rehoboam established his royal power in Jerusalem. 
Rehoboam was 41 years old when he became king, and he reigned 17 years in Jerusalem, the city the Lord had chosen from all the tribes of Israel to put his name. Rehoboam's mother's name was Nama the Ammonite. Rehoboam did what was evil, because he did not determine in his heart to seek the Lord. The events of Rehoboam's reign from beginning to end are written in the events of the prophet Shemaiah and of the seer Iddo concerning genealogies. There was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam throughout their reigns. Rehoboam rested with his ancestors and was buried in the city of David. His son Abijah became king in his place. First Kings chapter 14 At that time, Abijah, son of Jeroboam, became sick. Jeroboam said to his wife, Go disguise yourself so they won't know that you're Jeroboam's wife and go to Shiloh. The prophet Ahijah is there. It was he who told me about becoming king over this people. Take with you ten loaves of bread, some cakes, and a jar of honey, and go to him. He will tell you what will happen to the boy. Jeroboam's wife did that. She went to Shiloh and arrived at Ahijah's house. Ahijah could not see. He was blind due to his age. But the Lord said to Ahijah, Jeroboam's wife is coming soon to ask you about her son, for he is sick. You are to say such and such to her. When she arrives, she will be disguised. When Ahijah heard the sound of her feet entering the door, he said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. Why are you disguised? I have bad news for you. Go tell Jeroboam. This is what the Lord God of Israel says. I raised you up from among the people, appointed you ruler over my people Israel, tore the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to you. But you were not like my servant David, who kept my commands and followed me with all his heart, doing only what is right in my sight. You behaved more wickedly than all who were before you. In order to anger me, you have proceeded to make for yourself other gods and cast images. But you have flung me behind your back. Because of all this, I am about to bring disaster on the house of Jeroboam. I will wipe out all of Jeroboam's males both slave and free in Israel. I will sweep away the house of Jeroboam as one sweeps away dung until it is all gone. Anyone who belongs to Jeroboam and dies in the city, the dogs will eat. And anyone who dies in the field, the birds will eat. For the Lord has spoken. As for you, Get up and go to your house. 
When your feet enter the city, the boy will die. All Israel will mourn for him and bury him. He alone out of Jeroboam's house will be given a proper burial, because out of the house of Jeroboam something favorable to the Lord God of Israel was found in him. The Lord will raise up for himself a king over Israel, who will wipe out the house of Jeroboam. This is the day, yes, even today, for the Lord will strike Israel, so that they will shake as a reed shakes in water. He will uproot Israel from this good soil that he gave to their ancestors. He will scatter them beyond the Euphrates, because they made their Asherah poles, angering the Lord. He will give up Israel because of Jeroboam's sins that he committed and caused Israel to commit. Then Jeroboam's wife got up and left and went to Tirzah. As she was crossing the threshold of the house, the boy died. He was buried, and all Israel mourned for him, according to the word of the Lord he had spoken through his servant, the prophet Ahijah. As for the rest of the events of Jeroboam's reign, how he waged war, and how he reigned, note that they are written in the historical record of Israel's kings. The length of Jeroboam's reign was twenty-two years. He rested with his ancestors, and his son Nadab became king in his place. Now Rehoboam, Solomon's son, reigned in Judah. Rehoboam was forty-one years old when he became king. He reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city where the Lord had chosen from all the tribes of Israel to put his name. Rehoboam's mother's name was Naamah the Ammonite. Judah did what was evil in the Lord's sight. They provoked him to jealous anger more than all that their ancestors had done with the sins they committed. They also built for themselves high places, sacred pillars, and Asherah poles on every high hill and under every green tree. There were even male cult prostitutes in the land. They imitated all the detestable practices of the nations the Lord had dispossessed before the Israelites. In the fifth year of King Rehoboam, King Shishak of Egypt went to war against Jerusalem. He seized the treasuries of the Lord's temple and the treasuries of the royal palace. He took everything. He took all the gold shields that Solomon had made. King Rehoboam made bronze shields to replace them and committed them in the care of the captains of the guards who protected the entrance to the king's palace. Whenever the king entered the Lord's temple, the guards would carry the shields. Then they would take them back to the armory. The rest of the events of Rehoboam's reign, along with all his accomplishments, are written about in the historical record of Judah's kings. There was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam throughout their reigns. Rehoboam rested with his ancestors and was buried with his ancestors in the city of David. His mother's name was Naamah the Ammonite. His son, Abijam, became king in his place.
Psalm 118. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good. His faithful love endures forever. Let Israel say, His faithful love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His faithful love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His faithful love endures forever. I called to the Lord in distress. The Lord answered me and put me in a spacious place. The Lord is for me. I will not be afraid. What can a mere mortal do to me? The Lord is my helper. Therefore, I will look in triumph on those who hate me. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humanity. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in nobles. All the nations surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I destroyed them. They surrounded me. Yes, they surrounded me. In the name of the Lord, I destroyed them. They surrounded me like bees. They were extinguished like a fire among thorns. In the name of the Lord, I destroyed them. They pushed me hard to make me fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. There are shouts of joy and victory in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand performs valiantly. The Lord's right hand is raised. The Lord's right hand performs valiantly. I will not die, but I will live and proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord disciplined me severely, but did not give me over to death. Open the gates of righteousness for me. I will enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the Lord's gate. The righteous will enter through it. I will give thanks to you because you have answered me and have become my salvation. The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This came from the Lord. It is wondrous in our sight. This is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Lord, save us. Lord, please grant us success. He who comes in the name of the Lord is blessed. From the house of the Lord, we bless you. The Lord is God and has given us light. Bind the festival sacrifice with cords to the horns of the altar. You are my God, and I will give you thanks. You are my God. I will exalt you. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Today's episode was narrated and orchestrated by me, John Ross, and co-produced by the Christian Standard Bible. Thanks for listening, and remember to trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not rely on your own understanding. In all your ways, know Him, and He will make your paths straight.